Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, Drew Scott here. And I'm Jonathan Scott reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. All right, folks, it's Josh Wiggler here with a special announcement. You want season two of 24 covered on Worst Day Ever? Well, so do we. Here's how we're going to do it. Remember how we unlocked season one of 24 on Worst Day Ever? We had that big push. We need 24 patrons to sign up for the Post Show Recaps Patreon. We're going to need to do that again. It's October 2021. This is the one-year anniversary of the Post Show Recaps Patreon program. As I'm saying these words, we are at 560 patrons of Post Show Recaps. If we boost that number up to 584 and maintain that number going into November, Emily Fox and I will go straight from Season 1 of 24 into Season 2 of 24. How's that for a deal? You sign up at that $5 level right now and you get access to the Post Show Recaps Patron Discord via the Campus Tour. You get bonus podcasts. You get so much bang for your buck just by signing up to become a patron anyway. And now you've got the added bonus of making it possible for Season 2 of 24 to be covered immediately after Season 1 is covered here on 24 Worst Day Ever. Talk about a win-win-win. We want your help. Make us do this podcast is basically what we're saying. Give us the 24 patron push and we will do 24 season two of worst day ever. We need that by the end of October. If we get 584 patrons by the end of October, we will do season two of 24. And what's more, if we cross to 600 patrons of post show recaps, we're going to add some time to the clock. These won't have to be 24 minute episodes of the podcast. We'll boost that clock up. So if you want a longer podcast, if you want to be aspirational, let's get to 600 patrons of Post Show Recaps by the end of October. But what we really need, 584. That's going to be 24 patrons from this moment forward. Let's get that going on. Patreon.com slash Recaps at that $5 level. Really easy buy-in. If you want to do a custom pledge, could be as easy as a buck. The choice is yours. Make it happen. Patreon.com slash Recaps. And oh yeah, this podcast, this following podcast was recorded in real time, something, something, something. I don't know what time we started, but we finished at 8 p.m. Eastern on October 4th, 2021. Uh, But the events, they do occur in real time.
how you're doing we're here on post show recaps we're of the worst day ever it's worst day ever that 24 season one recap podcast i'm josh wiggler and i'm joined here by a woman who finally remembers emily Hello? emily fox the car is the car my hands are shaking mm-hmm. yeah i'm freaking out man uh emily fox holding a box that says mom <laughs> Uh, says, I think my daughter I, made. I think this my daughter may have made this for me. Like, come on. You think? Uh, we are talking about the six to seven p.m. hour here on worst day ever dinner time, yeah. as Emily said at the start <laughs> of watching the episode. <laughs> which I don't know why that cracked me up, but you go dinner time. Um, of course, as I've already mentioned, uh, Emily, I took some time out. I gave everybody the spiel. We get twenty-four people to sign up for the Post Show Recaps Patreon this month of October, and we will do season two of 24, baby. Yeah, we clear uh, 600 people, and we'll even add a little extra time to the clock. That's the stretch goal. (laughs) Is that what we're going to do? Yeah, that's the stretch goal. Uh, So so that's the plan on the board. Patreon.com slash post show recaps. Just a reminder, we are hyped about the possibility of doing season two. We just need you to do your part as well. If you're already a patron, tell a friend. Anyway, we got to talk about the episode, Emily, because the amnesia storyline, it's over. We have 24 minutes. Uh, we only have 24 minutes. We, we have, have less than that now. We have less than that now. Let's we got to get into it. Yeah. Um, so 24, <laughs> uh, and probably like this is like the lightest Bauer hour, uh, at least as far as Jack is concerned. And it's the heaviest like Terry and Kim's storylines suck hour. Um, so I imagine this is like at least uh, this cannot be exceeding an A minus for you this episode. But you know what? It kind of felt like watching an unwrapping video <laughs> because there was a beautiful gift at the end the of ASMR? both of these plots. Oh, I thought it was like maybe like an audio sensory thing that no, you were feeling. No, no, not, ne- <laughs> not necessarily audio, but there was a lot of sense yeah. of satisfaction that I got at the end of, of this episode. Of course, it's 24. You always get a sense of satisfaction, even when shit hits the fan. <laughs> um, I, lo- I love a lot of this episode. Uh, it's a lot so of the, stupid. It's, a lot of the stuff is really, really stupid, and some of the stuff is really, really fun. We're going to talk about all of it. Let's hop right in. The episode begins with that assassin who's just been like, you know, sort of like... Uh, Sitting in the bushes. He's just been like wild coyoteing after the road runner that is Terry Bauer and he's been trying so hard to kill this woman uh, and like he's a like he's got them dead to rights he's behind Terry Bauer and Dr. Parslow Phil uh, <laughs> as they're entering the Bauer house uh, here's and- what I don't get it's six o'clock everyone's home no one sees a guy wandering around the property in the front no. near the street no no everybody's having dinner they're not looking out the window like that I don't um, know and he's about to shoot them and then they like bust into the house and the alarm goes off and you have to tolerate like a solid minute of the episode where the alarm is going off mm-hmm. and it's horrible um, but like the assassins like very ah, true to life though if ah, you don't know it. the code uh, someone calls she's panicking uh, the assassin has this look of exasperation he says frustrated with this storyline as we are uh <laughs> the alarm company calls and terry's like could you please turn this off and they're like what's the password i don't know then we can't turn it off yeah. um, <laughs> the first rule about adt uh so uh, <laughs> uh we're gonna get we'll, we'll just put a pin in what the next scene is because yes. there's one scene in between this um but like back at the bauer house uh, eventually like a bunch of security guards will show up uh, and they've got like their guns drawn they just like throw guns up at uh, phil and terry and they're like, no, 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 we're here. This is our house. She's like, well, I'm going to need to see some identification. He goes into the next room and just Terry Bauer photos everywhere. Glamour shots everywhere. And Terry's like, I don't know who these people are. Emily, looking at the Bauer house, I'm feeling like we need more glamour shots of the two of we, us around our home. I was just home. thinking if we, A, had a security We system. need some tasteful glamour shots of the two of us. Yeah. If anyone ever showed up and was like, we need you to prove your identity, I'd probably be like, 
I don't know. I like birds. Should we do a photo shoot? <laughs> no. Let's do a photo shoot with like it's it's almost fall. I mean, it is fall. It's sweater weather soon. You like, want to do like a picture yeah, of one of like us a, throwing a pile of leaves on the other? Yeah, and I want like a thick sweater with a turtleneck holding uh, a pumpkin. Yeah, I think here we owe the people this at the very least. Um, if we fall short of the of the of the goal of the of the threshold we're gonna of the, do a glamour of the additional shot? 24 uh uh patrons we will at the very least compensate them with a photo of the two of us holding a pumpkin what if we hold doug who looks kind of like the we could dress him up pumpkin. as a pumpkin i think that that might count that's adorable um so these Lolo guys, could be a witch these guys are like no identity uh no id necessary clearly you live here you just couldn't remember the code because you're idiot and so they leave and the assassin is just like waiting in the wings now's your time man the assassin really sucks he he, t- he wastes <laughs> so much time emily um doesn't yeah, he know what show he's on yeah it's pretty unbelievable that he like moved at the speed of i don't know ice it's crazy it's absolutely crazy <laughs> uh so now let's go to the jack story um because the guy in the red hat super forgettable the guy in the red hat is getting put into a body bag his name was alan morgan he worked for pacific electric in Saugus, California. So I didn't a, know there was a Saugus, California. There's definitely a Saugus, Massachusetts. So I was really hoping this was going to be a, a bi-coastal storyline, but pr- it's not. Probably a bunch of Sauguses out there. Anyone from Saugus? Hit us up. Holler at us. We want to know. What's up, our Saugus fam? <laughs> We're going to need 24 followers from Saugus. Uh, any Saugus will do. Would you relax? No, I can't. Keep going. All Go. Right. Okay. Hurry up. <laughs> Emily, relax. I'm not. Oh, I know. Me neither. Um, so George Mason shows up. And George Mason is just here to kind of like clown on Jack for the rest of the episode. He's like, but look like at, some sleek shades he's, he's like, wearing. Have you noticed you, those? Look at you, Jack. There's always a body count everywhere you go. Uh, and Jack's like, I didn't want to do it. I told Teddy Hanlon, that idiot, not to do it. And you hear Teddy Hanlon from upstream. Yeah, sorry, Jack. I couldn't help it. I just had to shoot this guy. Uh, mercifully, we never see or hear from Teddy Hanlon I will again. say, though, Josh did a Teddy yeah, Hanlon. Yeah, I'm pretty like, sure I did a Teddy Hanlon impression, impression. Bramley, for an entire portion of a walk that we were on yeah. the other week. I just couldn't help myself. I couldn't stop doing Teddy Hanlon voice the whole time. I was like, oh, my God. Teddy Hanlon was, like, made for me as a podcaster. Like, that was the reason the character. Is great. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that that's what they said in the writer's room, Josh. They just said that they're going to need an impression to do this guy named Teddy Hanlon. I don't even know what I'm supposed to be here for. Uh, so, yeah, uh, R.I.P. Teddy Hanlon. He's effectively dead. We will never see him again. Mm. Um, David Palmer calls Jack. He says, I found the missing Drazen files we've been looking for, and there is an address in Saugus, California. And Jack's like, what's ding, ding, up? Ding. Yeah. Everything's coming up Saugus. Jack calls Tony gives him the address and the address is indeed right where they need to be based on this guy who is going to be shutting off like a power grid in this uh in this place so it's like okay uh let's do this and george mason's going to tag along for the ride meanwhile in the kim storyline here's <laughs> frank and frank uh the is an awful storyline this sucks this is really really bad this is not the worst kim bauer storyline in the history of 24 really yes correct uh <sighs> and and frank that's uh, disappointing. Maybe we rescind our no, offer to do season no, two. No, people really want us to get to season okay, two. And right. I also really do, too. I uh, trust you guys. Let's do this, folks. But if we this can do is it. not the dumbest plot line for Kim specifically. It's bad. Oh, boy. I might have to jump into the B grade. It's bad. It's bad. Uh, we'll see. So, so Frank... Uh, is like, wait, what do you mean Dan's not coming back? And they're like, Dan's, Dan's dead, man. And Frank nearly throws a lamp 
uh, or he does throw a lamp. Well, he, he kind of looks like he's Rick gonna like lamp. flip out and kill everybody, but yeah. then he kind of just like breaks some. He's like, property. Well, shit, we're gonna we're we're gonna we're, this deal is gonna be is gonna be bad because we don't have the money." And it's like, this is what you worried about? You're awful. You're one of the worst people And they're ever. like, call the deal off. And he's like, it's too late. And yeah. I would be like, not really. So the deal is still going to go forward. Meanwhile, uh, back at the Palmer Hotel, they're eating salad very intensely is what Emily says. Dinner time. Uh, it's dinner time, as Emily said, in the six to seven range. And you called that, that some people are going to eat dinner. The Palmers get to eat dinner. There's I think about all the things I normally do between all the hours that we've watched so far. We and should, then I apply that to what's happening in that's real a, life. That's going to be a bonus podcast at the end of the season, <laughs> no matter what. We're going to have a feedback show to wrap this thing up, no matter what. So that is on that wrap-up show, faux show. Um, the Palmers are all dragging each other. It's Keith's fault. It's David's fault. It's Sherry's fault. Nicole clearly and reasonably has like a panic attack. Uh, yeah. She's saying like, this is all my fault. And David, like very sweetly, is like, it, none of this is your fault. He's like, it's Sherry's fault. Do you notice <laughs> that he like puts water on her forehead to like cool her down yeah. when she he starts being very to like sweet. pass out, but he looks like he's baptizing her. He's being I very, felt like that was kind of an intense moment. Being very, very sweet. Maybe. They do mention the words Dr. Ferragamo again <laughs> in this scene, so please take a drink. Uh, whether that's water or whatever. Um, Jack and George road tripping. George Mason with this great line of, Jack, it never gets dull with you. Um, Jack wants to call his family, and George is like, <clears throat> sorry, I have like wax in my ear. I, what did you say? Did you say that again? And like he has this look, and Jack's like, what's up with that look? And George's like, I'm just tired. I'm just the most tired I've ever been in my entire <laughs> life. And Jack goes, tell me about you it. You can't skip dinner. You can't skip dinner. You just can't do that. Yes, no. Jack and George both produce hot dogs from their sleeves and have a little snack on the road. Um, <laughs> at the Bauer house, Phil is playing some music to unlock memories for Terry. But this is like back in um, eighth grade when I played number 41 by Dave Matthews and made out with the first girl I ever made out with. Like, that's what he's angling for. Wow. What that's a what's picture going you just painted. That's what's going on here. And that is de- that's the story of my first kiss, folks. And it worked great. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> After, like, the drums kicked in where you were like, yeah. I will go in. Josh Wigg, we're making out. Oh, it was a great time. (laughs) It was so good. Um, Is that why you're always like, put this in? I'm fine, my own. I was like, oh, yeah, this is happening. It was so great. Um, Anyway, so... <laughs> so then this guy shows. I'm gonna have that in the feedback. Yeah, man. Show too. I will go in. Uh, so he says, like, you wanted to be with me. You were scared. You were scared to lose your family. And she's like, I don't remember any of that, but you're kind of great. And it's like, oh, really? This guy? Uh, meanwhile, I hate this guy. Kim wants to run from Frank, but uh, a dude shows up with guns, and Rick's like wait, what are you going to do? You're going to rip them all off? And then the episode cuts to commercial as Frank takes a shotgun and just like holds it up at Rick and he goes, yeah, beep. Like that's the way that we cut to commercial and it's like (sighs) one of my least favorite cuts of the whole show. Um, We are very close to the conference and after the infighting between all of the Palmers, Emily, David asks everybody for support. He says, if we love each other and support each other, nothing else is going to matter. And Sherry's uh, extent of support is telling David, I like your tie. (laughs) How are we feeling Listen, about Sherry right now? Not great. You're not feeling great about Sherry. No. Earlier, I feel like you weren't uh, so mad about Sherry. No, but like, you know, she's she's had some missteps. She's made some mistakes. It's not great. I um, don't know. Yeah, fair. Sherry and Terry. Yeah, that's right. Um, Both of them. Terry's looking Good through God. all of these photos, all these memories. None of it's clicking. Apparently, she worked with someone named Kitty. Uh, that's 
very strange. She worked with someone named Kitty. You don't you don't really meet a lot of people named Kitty anymore. No, bring back the name. Let's get, let's bring Kitty back. Yeah. Um, uh, she says like I kind of remember air hockey, but I don't remember what my job is. Oh um, my god. Phil has a guy show up to be uh, like the protector. His name is this Chris. This makes no sense. Chris. Other than like it's like Here a great Chris. body to like catch a bullet later for him. Yeah, this dude Chris is just gonna shock absorb some death. Uh, that's literally his role is to just like be like, hey, I'm here for the death. Uh, <laughs> he shows up with a gun and Terry's like, I don't like guns. And Chris is like, but what do you want me to do? What do you like, want me to do? You live in America. Uh, it's like, go outside. And because he goes outside, probably this guy dies. So poor Chris. Uh, Chris is going to get shot twice. It's not good. No. Um, and uh, Phil is like, we need him for protection. Who knows who did this to you? Jack could have been the one. Yeah, He's, which is not cool. This is disgusting, this yeah. guy Phil. I was a little bit in on Phil, and now I'm out on Phil You were again. in on no, Phil? No, like, I mean, like, when he showed up, like, it wasn't the worst thing, and then he started being like, let me check you out. I was like, oh, this isn't good. Let me hold you. And now hand. he's, like, trying to incept her about all this stuff. It definitely feels creepy. He totally deserves to get shot later in the episode. For sure. Um, the assassin is watching outside, and he's on the phone with Andre Dres, and like, there's a problem. There's this dude named Chris here. I'm going to have to kill that play guy. number 41 yeah he's about to play number 41 and make out with terry um david starts giving the speech uh and we get like a commercial break within it but basically like and like carl and the money men are watching uh as david like drags them on national television and potentially jeopardizes his own political career and he's like i know that this is a possibility but i'm doing this for my family yeah and um, you know what this feels good it does. It feels like a real load off. He says, I've misjudged these local businessmen, but more importantly, they've misjudged me. And yeah. we slammed to commercial. It's like, hell yeah, David Palmer. All we need now is for you to say Dr. Ferragamo. He doesn't say it <laughs> once during this speech, unfortunately. <laughs> Um, but he like hypes up Keith. He's like, Keith's prepared to turn himself in. I love my son. I'll stand by him. And don't you dare bring any of the, the past up with Nicole. She's a victim. Don't you dare spare. Find your humanity, people. Like David is just like speaking to the soul it's of the so nation. Good. It's so Very good. Very presidential. Yeah. Uh, really, really great scene. Perhaps some. I don't know, foreshadowing? Some foreshadowing. One hopes. Things to come? One hopes. Listen, we still have several episodes, and by several episodes, I mean, what, five, four, something okay. like that? I can't do math live on a podcast. At CTU, <laughs> Nina like, is like, Tony, what the hell? Terry and Kim are missing? He's like, I know. Oh, God. I've been trying to tell you for hours, but George Mason told me not. Well, you should have told me. I was, I, I, I was, it was so awkward. What was I supposed to do? He said, don't do anything. Don't say anything. He said, what am I supposed to do? He's your boss. Do you think he did tell her and she just didn't hear him? Yeah, I've been, I've, <laughs> I keep calling you. I leave voice messages. Yeah, it, I, it's all static. It's not static. I'm just, I have a really low voice. I've been telling you for hours. Uh, and she's she's really pissed. She calls George. She's like, George, what the hell? And he's like, uh-huh. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's with Jack. Yeah. He's like, what? What was that? Mm, nothing. Uh, and she's like, oh, my God, this is so bad. Uh, so Jack and George, they're in this like barren wasteland, middle of nowhere. About Jack and George. Jack and George Mason. Uh, they're in the <laughs> middle of nowhere. Uh, and like George Mason's like, all right, you know, I haven't really been clued into this. I bet like if there's audience members just joining right now, they could use an update as well. Who is Victor Drazen again? Uh, and Jack's <laughs> like, yeah, he's this horrible guy who's responsible for ethnic cleansing in Bosnia, Sarajevo, and Kosovo. And I killed him. Uh, and they're like, oh. And then he's also like, terrorists. Terrorists. Um, 
Uh, the Frank deal goes down. Some dude with big curly red hair <laughs> shows up with like his his partner, and could they very much be related to you. Yeah, he looks like he could be a relative of mine. This is not a bit <laughs> dragon fruit. He really does. Um, and he shows up, and uh, they're like gonna sell the E. And then they get like held up with shotguns and stuff, and like it's a big standoff. Uh, and once Kim and Rick are stuck in the middle. And once Frank has the upper hand, he turns around to Rick and he says, "All this because you couldn't keep my brother alive." And then he punches him with the shotgun in the arm where Rick got shot earlier. He punches Which him in the sucks. bullet hole. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, but also, I don't know. All of this is bad. All of this is bad. I hate it. At CTU, Nina is like still trying to figure out where Kim and Terry. <laughs> and Tony's like, maybe this isn't so bad. Like, uh, we would have heard if they got captured, right? And Nina's like, are you trying to find a silver lining right now? He's like, kind of, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, I, I sent people to the house. It's going to be fine. She's like, uh, we're doing everything we can. She goes, are you? And Tony, at this point, has an idea. Light bulb goes off. He's like, hmm, maybe I'm not. Maybe I should do more. That's um, true. <laughs> <laughs> Someone decided to uh, yeah. show up for the episode. Yeah. Thanks, Tony. Yeah, Tony's like, maybe I'm the one who has to be an adult now. <laughs> uh, and so Frank, uh, back at the Frank uh, situation, Dan's brother Frank, um, these guys are like, are you going to kill us? And Frank goes, yeah, I'll kill you if I ever see you again. So awful. And then he hits it. him in the nose and breaks this dude's nose. And he goes, get that stitched, man. How's that for a nose job? And one of uh, Frank's goons goes, ha ha, yeah, I like that. <laughs> That's what he says. He goes, ha yeah, I like that. Wow. Uh, and then the guy who got his nose broken, who looks like he could be my cousin, stands up and goes, hey, Frankie. And then the guy goes, what's that, homie? Because earlier the guy said, homie. Uh, and so the guy goes, you have the right to remain silent. And Emily Fox goes, whoa. Emily lost it there. Thank You're like, oh, God. yeah, because all the cops storm in and they tackle Frank. They kill Frank's friend. Sweet relief. Uh, and I tell you. Frank gets pinned down and they arrest everybody. And this guy goes, we've got a code four and I think I've got a broken nose. Uh, <laughs> so they bust this whole situation up. Emily, good news. I'm pretty sure we never see Frank again. Thank God. I, I think love if we see Frank again, it's for like five minutes. Yeah, he's getting like, yeah. This guy jail. is basically done, I'm pretty sure. I just like that Kim's like, I had nothing to do with it. I'm just here. She's like, yeah, right, kid. So yeah. Kim is still in trouble, but at least she's out of the Frank house. Yeah, at least she's like on the map for uh, LAPD. Yeah. And uh, this is good. This yeah. is good. It's better this way than where she was. Yes. Um, the Palmer press conference ends. He says that he like, you know, like he kind of feels like he's a bad dad. And like, you know, if I if I if I can't have my fingers on the pulse of my family, like I understand how like the electorate would lose trust in me. I made a mistake. But just think about this. I'm not the first person in public office to make one. And he drops the mic and walks yeah. off. No further questions. Uh, and and we love that. And so does Keith at 655 30. Keith is there in the kitchen. <laughs> 30. 30, waiting for David Palmer. And he says, I love you, Dad. And David Palmer says, I love you, son. And they hug it out. And it's delightful. I love that. It's great. It, you know, this was, we've been talking about Dr. Ferragamo and Carl and all this <laughs> stupid stuff for so long, but it has a great resolution, like, once the truth comes we out. We just need the Palmer men to heal. 
Yeah. Um, like we took a long time to get here. Um, but it's, it's once we got here, once we get to this point, like it's a really great Dennis Haysbert acting scene. He's really good in this episode. Like David Palmer is like on the list of like, you know, one of the best like fictional politicians in like in the history of like the filmed medium. I feel Um, great about it. And like a scene like this is why I think. Um, at Terry's house, there's a tea kettle going off and Terry Bauer is holding this wacky ass box that says <laughs> mom on it. And she says, I'm, I think I, I think she made this for me. It's like, yeah, it's a box that says mom on it. Yeah. And you're the mom. Come on. Obviously. It's so stupid. Chris walks in. <laughs> He's like, can I use the bathroom? <laughs> Freaking Can Chris. I please use the bathroom? I gotta go. <laughs> And she's like, yeah, it's down the hall, my God. And the assassin shows up and shoots Chris and shoots Phil in the shoulder and then goes up to Chris again and then shoots him in the head. Yeah. Poor Chris. See ya, Chris. No no justice for Chris. No, no justice for Chris. I feel bad for Chris. Well, you know what? This just goes to show it sucks to be friends with Phil. I think that's right. (laughs) This dude, the assassin, shows up to Terry and Terry's freaking out and Emily uh, is not loving it. Um, This uh, Terry's freaking out. He says, where's your daughter? If you tell me where she is, I'll make this painless for both of you. I promise. Not a great bargain. No. Uh, she doesn't know anyway. And so he goes, fine. And he's about to shoot her because he's like over this. But then he gets shot because Tony flipping Almeida Yo, decided to do a thing. It was literally like the best thing that could have happened. This is the moment that I think like. Uh, people like if they haven't turned uh, like in favor of Tony Almeida yet, like this is for sure the moment that not only yep. does Tony show up to save Terry's life, not only does Tony like finally be like, screw George Mason, I'm doing something yep. about this, but Tony Almeida ends the Terry Bauer amnesia storyline. He shows up and Terry remembers everything now. She remembers the car. And Tony's like even a little bit rude to Terry after he kills this guy. Which is amazing. He goes, Terry, step away. Terry, step away, please. (laughs) He like raises his voice. He raises his voice. Well, I made a joke. I was like, Josh, he's going to walk in here. Like like he walked in, he shot the the bad guy and then like ripped his soul patch off and was like, I'm done. This is um, one of my very favorite moments in the first season of 24 is Tony Almeida and showing up and stopping the amnesia storyline. This is terrible, okay? Uh, and he just ends it. And so he has saved Terry, and Terry is at least right now out of danger. Very good news. We Thank love this. God. Um, David Palmer returns upstairs, gets a hug from Nicole. Not from Sherry. Sherry Ooh. walks away. Salty. Um, yeah. uh, the episode ends with Jack Bauer and George Mason standing in the middle of a field in the middle of nowhere. They're like, this can't be the right place. And a helicopter shows up. A dun, dun, dun. (laughs) What does that mean? We'll find out next week when we return for another episode of Worst Day Ever. Letter grade, Emily Fox. I would give this a solid A. Is it what gives what saves it from the 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 surge of minuses recently? Tony. Yeah. Yeah. Do you love Tony Almeida? I do. Isn't he the best? I do. God, I love Tony Almeida. Yeah, he's the best. All right. We'll find out what happens next. Hour 20 coming your way. That means we can go off the clock. We'll see how much we go off the clock because we've been going off the clock a lot recently. So 30 maybe, seconds, McGruber. Uh, 30 seconds, McGruber. We're going to wrap it up here. Remember, you sign up for that Post Show Recaps Patreon program. We need 24 volunteers as tribute, and we will do season two of 24 as soon as season one is done. We'll hop right back into it. Patreon.com slash Post Show Recaps at any level level that you are comfortable with we need 24 volunteers by the end of october and it will be done 
We will be back next week with another episode of Worst Day Ever. Anything else I'm with? No, that's it. Let's wrap. All right. Patreon.com slash Posho Recaps. Let's make it happen. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.